Hi again, this is Susanna Rantanen with the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. This is episode number 40 and uh, today I have a, I think, I fear is to be a controversial topic because I'm going to give you four reasons why I think LinkedIn, in fact, is not that great for employer branding. So this podcast is dedicated for all of you aspiring talent marketing professionals who like to learn about the latest or the upcoming trends, the best practices, the why nots and the how tos and, you know, the the secrets of how to do modern talent marketing and employer branding. And in this episode of uh, Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I am going to give you my two cents about LinkedIn. And I said, why? I don't think it is a great social media for employee branding. We all know what obviously LinkedIn is, and it is the largest professional network and one of the, I guess, the main social media, also one of the oldest, if not oldest, I don't know. So when LinkedIn started, like, I don't know, more than a decade ago, it was used mainly for sales. And over the years, it has become more like a um, recruitment and job-seeking platform. And currently, when you look at how people use Instagram, it is uh, quite a lot like a a personal branding platform. It's not bad. I'm not saying that. It's just that that, um, how users use the platform tells us what it's good for. And... um, then obviously what the features are, the technical capabilities of the platform, also, you know, decide what we can use it for. So LinkedIn is notorious for targeting their business services to large corporations. And uh, I have to say that their pricing structure supports this. So while, while I'm not saying that the LinkedIn solutions are like bad or poor quality, there's a lot of users who simply don't have the budget to ever gain any access to any of them. So in principle, when I look at LinkedIn, I look at it in a way that uh, what can you do with it if you use it for free? LinkedIn is not that great for employer branding because the user logic of LinkedIn is based on um, individuals like you and me using LinkedIn through their uh, personal profiles. And in comparison to Facebook, for example, which has the same logic. So, uh, you know, when we log into Facebook, it is we log in to our own personal profiles. But when Facebook offers a business account to be used literally in multiple ways, many ways, many, many of the same ways as you could use a, a personal profile, LinkedIn doesn't allow us that. So on LinkedIn, when you're on your newsfeed, you're not able to switch to a profile, become a company user, and then comment and engage in the same manner as you are able to on Facebook. And if you do have another knowledge, please correct me and please let me know, because I find this 
one of the key reasons why LinkedIn is not that great for employer branding. And I've tested and I've tried this many, many times. And uh, because I, uh, uh, some time ago already, I noticed that in my notifications, it regularly gives me this call to action that commented this in this post as employee experience agency Emine, but then you can't really expand on this feature. So um, I feel like it's a huge barrier of entry for employer branding that uh, I'm not able to hang out with other LinkedIn users as a company profile. When you can, this is the reason number one why I think that LinkedIn is not that great for employer branding. So when you can, as a company profile, operate more freely on Facebook, this is limited on LinkedIn. So if you want to expand on employer branding on LinkedIn, you have to pay big bucks for the employer branding solutions, which to my knowledge are still literally just expanding your company profile like the equivalent to a web page but on LinkedIn. And uh, the problem here is that the way we have used any social media for the longest time already is everything happens on the newsfeed. So there is not really that many reasons to really go and look at anybody's profiles unless we search for something specific. You know, if everything happens on the LinkedIn company profile, who's going to go there? Who's going to just end up there? Based on what I've discussed also with some of the companies that I know that have acquired those employer branding solutions, they keep telling me that they're not getting their monies back. Now, of course, I understand that it's up to all of us how we use those solutions. But then again, I feel like if we pay all that money that LinkedIn is charging us, it should be pretty evident and intuitive how to turn that investment into deliverable. So I don't believe that LinkedIn does that. Reason number two why I think LinkedIn is not the best for, or not that great for employer branding. Another fault of LinkedIn is that you are not really able to have conversations on the news feeds, on the groups, as a company. Scroll through your news company, like use LinkedIn as a company and be able to you know, see on the company newsfeed, your followers' newsfeeds, and and then freely engage uh, with your followers like that. This would be really handy way to present as a company without having to pay for anything else than the time spent on the platform, engaging, liking, and commenting other people's posts, those of your followers. It would be really handy to be able to, as a company, to look for people to follow and, you know, invite them to follow you back. You can do this, like, do the same as you would and you do on LinkedIn, on your personal profile, but do this on the company profile. So as a comparison, you can do this on Twitter really well. You just would need to like Twitter, but you can do this on Twitter really well. So the benefit of being able to do this is that all the conversations that you participate on, all the comments that you make, all the likes that you tap and so on, those put your company in front of that platform user and the other users engaging and seeing that same post. So for example, on Twitter, when there is like a uh, big business event, that is being discussed on Twitter, you are able to join that conversation 
with your company profile and uh, you know make yourself as a business profile business to to be known to have an interest in that topic, even to have something relevant and powerful to say about that topic or to share about that topic, and that way build awareness about your company and about your business or about you as an employer among those users following that event. And you could also, as a company profile, when you are having conversations about this event, for example, you could start following everybody who is having those conversations and they're that way know that these participants have an interest on this specific topic. And if it's a topic, for example, that has a strong connection to, you know, your recruitment profiles, now, wow, you could build a list of those followers and uh, actively, you know, make yourself known among them or just learn about them later on just by following what they post and what, uh, you know, they share and so on. So it doesn't even have to be like an event like that. Just any conversation about a topic, you know, that you search based on hashtags, for example, you could participate on those conversations as a company and connect that topic to your business in the eyes of those other uh, Twitter users. You can't do this on LinkedIn. It's a shame. Reason number two. Three, why I think LinkedIn is not that great for employer branding is that when um, when we in my company, when we advise and consult and help our customers to do strategic modern employer branding, one of the key tactics is to adopt both content marketing and social media marketing approach. And this means consistently build and grow awareness and tie your business to specific strategically selected key story themes in order to connect those themes, those topics to your company name in the eyes of your audience members. If you're not familiar with key story themes, this is an element in the modern employer branding method that I've developed. So it's a part of the strategy element in this method. It replaces employer value propositions. So while you might as well use your personal LinkedIn profile to talk about these topics, of course you could, and that's what you actually have to do at the time because you don't have any other options. You are not likely to have a follower base that matches with the strategic talent target audiences of the business. And I doubt that any single employer employee of a company would use their LinkedIn profile to like boot out all other contacts that you have and only include and accept those that are a match with your employer's employer branding target audiences. So when we have to use on LinkedIn, when we have to use our own profiles on LinkedIn, you know, we have random audiences that may not even be like the audiences that our business needs. And moreover, employer branding on LinkedIn is hard because you really need to build a team of your colleagues representing each of your target audience segments while having a lot of followers in those audiences and be willing and able to commit to regular appearances on LinkedIn. So it's just very difficult. Reason number four. I know that next year you're going to say like, well, why not just post this all on the company profile on LinkedIn? 
And that is a valid question, my friend. But the answer, unfortunately, is that your company profile is likely to be used also for business communication. Because that's what most businesses do on LinkedIn. They Most businesses that actively use LinkedIn use it either or both for sales as well as for corporate communications, which means that your LinkedIn uh, profile, business profile audience is a mixed and often a pretty sort of random group of followers that have very different reasons to follow. Our customers in this, who are in this scenario, scenario, they're not able to post often enough on the company profile because, you know, the time, you know, that the, there's so many other uh, posting needs for sales, for marketing, for corporate communications, and so on, which leads into less activity than required for consistent modern employer branding. And furthermore, most company posts on LinkedIn are little value or relevance to the external audiences of that company because most company use is to communicate and market the company needs. We promote and post content and messages that are about us needing to sell, us needing to hire, or us needing to inform, send out press releases concerning something about us. This makes whatever comes out of a company profile on LinkedIn most often truly boring, truly irrelevant to anybody externally, you know, external to your company. So it's really tough to break that assumption of LinkedIn users that company profiles contain only boring content, even if your company or even if you did the most remarkable job on LinkedIn, you're still the victim of boring corporate posts shared by most corporate users. So while in theory, LinkedIn could be great, it's not. It just doesn't function in line with the current expectations from social media users. And it doesn't mean that LinkedIn cannot or it will not. I think it's just that there's just a lot of package that they're carrying over their shoulders, being one of the senior social media platforms. And it isn't that easy to untangle that web of code and build it sort of brighter and more clear and better. I'm not really expecting this to change much. And I know this is a controversial opinion. And what you should know is that I can only evaluate LinkedIn, obviously, from my corner of the world. So this could be different experience on your corner of the world. And I fully appreciate that and I fully accept it. So this is just an opinion, the way it looks when I look at it from my corner of the world. And what you can and what you will hear from me is really the latest views, the trends, the analysis, the tips about modern employer branding, most often in social media. So uh, uh, if you're not into modern employer branding, if you want to do the conventional way, which is completely fine, you know, I don't think that modern employer brand, I don't think that my views and my opinions are for everybody. I accept that. Uh, it's okay with me. And uh, it's all about, you know, going niche. But I do spend an awful lot of time keeping myself on the top of the 
wave in terms of information, knowledges, changes, what's going on, what's going to happen. So what I say is oftentimes either heads up or tips about what's going to happen, what you should sort of take into account, maybe some of the fanciest practices that I learned from other other social media users, just like the more advanced ways of using and capturing the hearts and the attention of your ideal talents. I personally don't believe in the conventional way of employer branding, which is all about talking all about the company and the company needs and not engaging, not being social with the followers and not feeding the kind of content to the followers that is actually relevant to them. But I understand that um, it's not always possible for all employer branding practitioners. There is that middle route to choose when you need to settle for less, and that's totally fine if you know that it is the middle route and that's all you can you know, as a business to afford. But if you do continue to listen to me and follow me, I want to warn you, you won't be getting anything wishy-washy from me. Okie dokie, this is it for this week's episode of Building a Modern Employee Brand podcast. Before I go, and before I let you go, I have a question. Do you follow the new at Talent Marketing Pro account on Instagram yet? If not, and if you recognize yourself as an aspiring talent marketing professional, I wholeheartedly welcome you to find me on this account on Instagram. Now, of course, why should you do that is a very valid question. So, uh, as I've said a couple of times on this podcast, uh, we're currently building a new and investing on building a new e-learning platform as in a talent marketing school to coach uh, small business owners, recruiters, HR professionals, as well as marketing and communications professionals, what modern talent marketing is and how to use talent marketing strategically to deliver proper value for the business. So if that's something that you want to know, you want to learn about, uh, that you know that will benefit you, and if you want to be one of the first ones to be offered the opportunity to check out the upcoming talent marketing school when we're ready to launch, DM, that is direct message me on handle Talent Marketing Pro on Instagram and let me know that you want to be on my VIP list. So I'm not taking everyone on this list. I'm going to be selective. Therefore, this invitation is not open everywhere and it's not going to be open all the time. It's only because you listen to this podcast and you have given your heart to talent marketing that you might consider this opportunity. Now, that's all. You know what? I am going to jump into my car and drive to the post office because I have a package waiting for me there. I've just ordered the cutest uh, body pump, those... uh, ways they're pink uh, I know it's crazy but um, I have a little not a gym at home but like a, a room for you know working out at home and uh, this is something that I've been looking for for the longest time I uh, train Olympic uh, weightlifting but because of the COVID-19 you know it's uh, been I haven't been able to go to our training arena now there are uh, pink 
pink wait lips waiting for me and I can't wait to get them. Okie dokie, come back next week to Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast. If you don't remember my name, it's Susanna and uh, I'm your go-to person and coach for modern talent marketing needs. Moi moi. Moi moi.